It's the Thanksgiving edition of The Playbook, and I'm so excited to teach the process of gratitude beyond gratitude, the fastest, easiest, least expensive way to change your life. Join us for this training on Thanksgiving. And if you want the full experience of the training, check out my YouTube. You'll see the entire Thanksgiving experience of appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking for more. This is The Playbook. We talk about Thanksgiving. I use giving as the ultimate behavior because when you give something to someone, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins are released. You get a reward, a doggy biscuit from God. Good job. This is the way you're supposed to live your life, in gratitude. It's the same way we train animals. God or source or the abundant nature, whatever you believe in, is telling you, yeah, keep giving but the interesting thing about giving that goes beyond that with gratitude is that the person who receives what you give a compliment a smile money a gift a book an idea whatever you're sharing the person who receives it the exact same thing happens dopamine oxytocin serotonin endorphins are released so source is telling you hey Receiving is a good thing. You need to receive more. I'm an abundant source. There's more than enough of everything. You need to receive more. And we know this by this doggy biscuit approach of receiving this. Because when we do bad things, for example, worrying. Anybody here ever worry? Right? I wish I could take all the time, emotion, value, and money, relationships I worried about and, and have wasted on worry. But guess what? When you worry, when you're angry, when you're attacking someone else, when you're arguing, when you have separation, judgments, conditions, inferiority, superiority, guess what's released? Cortisol. Cortisol causes inflammation. It's an interference to your higher self. So basically, God is giving you a spanking every time he's creating pain Every time to guide us to say, hey, you're not going to get to a better place, a better position, a better situation if you keep continually drinking, using drugs, getting into arguments, being afraid, worrying, all the waste of energy, emotions, values, and relationships that you have. It's proven biochemically. You're connected to this system that has a reward to it or a punishment. Now, pain itself, the cortisol is given only not as punishment, because I believe there is no punishment. It's just an indicator. It's an indicator that you have a better place to be. So I use the analogy when I was three years old, I went to go touch a, a, a hot stove because I was three. I didn't know any better. And my mom, who never hit anyone or rarely yelled or raised her voice, slapped the crap out of my hand and screamed at me, screamed at me, no! I immediately started to cry. Why are you punishing me? Why did you hit me, mom? Why are you yelling? Why, I, what did I do? And she said, I, I'm not. She hugged me and said, I'm protecting you. That stove is gonna burn you. So when you don't get into the school that you wanna get into, you're playing second string and you think you should be first string. When you get an F on your exam, when the girlfriend that you had or boyfriend you have leaves you, 
All you have to know is you're being protected and promoted that that person, that opportunity would have burned you and you have a better place to be a better situation. And the only way that this universe of oneness can guide you to better things is to reward you when you're on the right path and create pain when you're on the wrong path. That's what the body responds to. And so in order to facilitate more of the right things and less of the wrong things, we have to use gratitude. We have to be able to have the idea of, oh, I, my girlfriend just broke up to me. What am I supposed to learn? What am I doing to participate in this perception? Because I know every time I give, I'm being rewarded. Every time I receive, I'm being rewarded. Now, there's a third component that I've never taught before. And this is going to be the training today about the three pragmatic practices of being in the flow, of being your potential, of gathering this unbelievable source. See, my philosophy in life is that we already are everything we want to be. You have unlimited potential. We just have to figure out through this analysis of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin, and cortisol, what am I doing to interfere with it or doing the right things to allow more of it into my life, to discover or be discoverable. So the first thing, the first practice is the one we've been talking about, appreciation. Think about the word appreciation, to add value. In order to truly live in appreciation, you have to believe that you live in a value-add universe. What's a value-add universe? It's a universe that no matter what you do, give or receive, that it adds value. How do we know this? Because you're receiving dopamine, oxytocin, you're getting a doggy biscuit. So anytime you get the doggy biscuit, that's a behavior that adds value to the universe. Giving gets the doggy biscuit, receiving gets the doggy biscuit. Also, witnessing giving and receiving gives a doggy biscuit. How about that? Talk about viral. Right? Talk about viral. We can worry or separate ourselves worried about catching something. Why not catch giving and receiving? You know, I could put a video up of giving and receiving and the person watching the video will get a doggy biscuit, will get dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. How powerful that. Thank goodness other viruses aren't as viral as giving and receiving, aren't as viral as appreciation. Appreciation has three doggy biscuits available from those who give, those who receive, and those who witness all receive value. And that only could occur in a value-add world. See, most people grow up like I do, and they believe that everything's a zero-sum game. That means that when I give, that I'm losing something, or if I receive, somebody else is losing something. It's just not true. See, the universe is expanding, growing, and accelerating. It's adding value. It's appreciating all the time because that's the only way the source of the universe, of this earth that we have, has built it. He has built it as abundant and infinite, and the human mind and the human brain have a difficult time understanding infinite, understanding abundant, because it has a mechanism that's scarce to keep itself alive. So that mechanism is counterintuitive. It helps us and says to ourselves, no, 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 if I give this away, there's not going to be enough for me to eat or, 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 or to flee or to fight. There's not going to be enough for me. That's the for me world. Everybody, the for me world where you're buying things you don't need to impress people you don't like. The more than enough world says, 
I'm living in abundance. I'm in appreciation. The first step to being in the flow, to being discovered and being discoverable, to receiving more doggy biscuits than anybody. Because I, every time I appreciate anything, people, places, things, ideas, when I can find the light, the love, and the lessons, I'm adding value, I'm appreciating. The second step of gratitude of this idea is called acknowledgement. What does the word acknowledgement mean? It's acquiring the knowledge of the appreciation. Meaning, I cannot acquire the knowledge of what I have until one thing happens. I don't have it anymore. It's the only way to truly know what you have. It is a human impossibility to know what you have if you still have it. It's a human impossibility. The brain cannot actually comprehend what you have until you don't have it. Then in its entirety, when you don't have it, it acquires the knowledge of what you have. This is the process that's included in gratitude and appreciation. Now, most people grow up in the zero-sum world, like I have, where it's very competitive, I'm gonna make everything happen, I need to be more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, more worthy, I can outwork you, I can outplay you, you can't do shit to hurt me, I'm gonna make this happen. And the only way I receive acknowledgement is to have the cojones to give it away. So you learn in a zero-sum world, the more I give, the more I receive. That is absolutely true, but it doesn't encompass acknowledgement. You can't acquire the knowledge of what you have just by giving it away. In fact, more knowledge lies in the other parts of how we don't have what we used to have. So when someone steals something from us, or lies to us and cheats us and manipulates us, or we lose something, we actually acquire more knowledge of what we have because not only do we acquire the knowledge of what we have, but we acquire lessons included in what we don't have. We acquire lessons about gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration when things are lost, stolen, manipulated. We expand and grow ourselves more than when we actually give it away. So when we're living in gratitude, when we think about the fastest, easiest, and least expensive way to change our lives, meaning it takes one second to say thank you, it's free to say thank you, right? All of these things is the most powerful way of changing our life. Not only do we appreciate, add value to everything in our lives by finding the light, the love, and the lessons, but we acknowledge more, we acquire more knowledge, which is about Life, life is about lessons. The lessons keep on coming until we learn them. We can only learn them through acknowledgement. Pain will be the indicator. The doggy biscuit that causes pain is called cortisol. Pain will be the, in the, the indicator that we have a better place to be, a better position or better situation. We're being protected and promoted. So you will have an extraordinary amount of power, faith, confidence, you will have inspiration, intellect, and intuition, which are discoverable through the process of appreciation and acknowledgement. Now the third one, I talked about briefly. The first step is to add value to everything that we can by doing our best, learning lessons, and having fun. Acknowledgements occur by giving it away, having it lost, stolen, manipulated, and cheated from us. We acquire the knowledge. This is all expansive in nature. We expand when we appreciate, we add value, we expand when we acknowledge. But the doggy biscuit that most people don't understand is asking. 
the third A. Appreciate, acknowledge. You are not doing yourself a service by not asking for what you want. If you live in appreciation, if you live in acknowledgement, then you are diminishing your capacity. You're dissolving, you're disappearing your potential if you don't fill up your, your, your gain. It would be like literally working out all summer long, working out to, and then saying, oh, you know what? I don't want to play this season. What? Dude, you dieted. You, you, six day, every day you were, you're so strong and you're so fast. Why don't you want to play? Oh, well, I'm going to let someone else play. I don't want to take somebody else's position. No, no, no. You don't understand. There's a position for everybody. There's a starting position for everybody, but you got to ask for it. The universe is abundant. And so how do we ask? We ask by paying attention to what we want, focusing in, I want to be a starting running back, or I want to get straight A's, or I want to make over a million dollars this year, or I want to empower over a billion people in my life. This is what I want, and I'm going to focus in on that. Every day I'm going to remind, remember, and recollect, remind, remember, and recollect to the greater source of everything. I'm going to remind, remember, and recollect what I want to discover and be discovered. After I focus in on what I want in a trajectory of what I think I want today, then what do I do? I use intention. Intention is an ability to ask for what you want. It's not just praying. It's not just praying. Right? I, I want people to ask for what they want from other people. I want them to pray and say, you know, I want to empower over a billion people to be happy. I want everyone on earth to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I want everyone. That's asking and you should do that. But that's a minuscule part of the process of gratitude. The process of gratitude is appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking. And there's five levels of intention that are tied to what you want, what you're focusing on. Straight A's, helping people, making more money, having fun, whatever it is. It's yours. It's everything. You pick it. It's what's right for you today. And you have the ability to change your mind tomorrow. But today, you need to do five things in order to effectuate the ask. One, I'm going to do everything I can today in a trajectory of what I think I want. So if I want straight A's, I'm going to do everything I can today to get straight A's. If I want to be the starting running back on that football team, if I'm Austin Eckler and I want to, and I'm playing Division II football in Colorado, and I want to be an all-pro MVP, first pick in everyone's fantasy draft, then I'm going to do everything I can today. Do it, everything I can today in the trajectory of being that. And tomorrow I might change my mind, right? I might get a knee injury and God might indicate to me that I got a better place, a better position because I'm just not that good of a running back, but I'm a really good speaker. So I better start practicing, articulating a quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for so I can empower people beyond my ability to run touchdowns. That could be for me and it couldn't be. I don't know. But I don't know unless I do everything I can in the trajectory of what I think I want. Two, say everything you can. Say everything. Don't let that voice inside tell you any differently and don't let the people outside tell you any differently. If you want to give full intention of asking, then ask 
aligned with what you think you want in the future. I am. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. I just got to figure out what I'm doing to interfere. I am a starting running back. I am a straight-A student. I am a billionaire. I am. You got to say it. You got to do it and say it. And the third thing is you got to think it. So when in your mind you have a need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, you got to think it. You got to think and say, no, 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 you know, guilt is not aligned with where I want to be. Anger is not aligned with where I want to be. Fear is not aligned. Doubt is not aligned. Inferiority is not aligned. Superiority is not aligned. I got to say, do and think everything in the trajectory of my straight A's or in my billions of people. And then comes the next nuance of intention of this idea of asking Part of asking is believing. It's a very hard thing to really understand. Do I really believe? Because fear is omnipresent. It's built into the system. The doggy biscuit system that I'm talking about, fear is built into it. And so we put too much weight on the actual functionality of our being of being afraid. So what do I do? I believe time is the dependent variable that allows us to determine the progress that we're making in the pursuit of our potential, of getting straight A's, of being a starting running back in the NFL, of empowering a billion people, of making over a billion dollars. I believe that time is the dependent variable of all matter, subjective and objective matter. So that if I can focus in on, within the context of my intention, here's how much time I spend outside of belief, interfering with my belief. So maybe I'm worried today six hours. Now I have a quantitative result that I can get better at tomorrow and I can be afraid tomorrow five hours and 59 minutes. And it's only a matter of 300 and some days till I'm afraid minutes and moments, not hours. Or some people days, weeks, and months. I'm not interfering as much. All by taking out one minute of worry a day, one minute of anger a day, one minute of frustration, resentment, offense, inferiority, superiority, by practicing my beliefs. Doing, saying, thinking, and believing, using time as a dependent variable to determine the progress I'm making in the trajectory of what I think I want. And then finally, the doggy biscuit comes. The doggy biscuit comes. So if we appreciate everything that we can, if we acknowledge it as well and we ask through doing, saying, thinking and believing, the doggy biscuit comes. What does that mean? We feel. The fifth level of intention is the confirmation or the identification or the awareness that we're inspired, that we got the doggy biscuit. Not just inspired in a conceptual way, but in a physical manifestation of a biochemical reaction from dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, we are inspired, we feel good. Confirming that we are on the trajectory of intention of what we think we want. Straight A's, running back in the NFL, billions of people to be empowered, making billions of dollars, marrying our dream girl, whatever it is that you want. Remember, the universe is abundant. It has everything. You just got to discover it. You don't got to go get it. You don't got to go get it. It's already there, just like you're already there. You're discoverable, and both will coincide with the formulatic mathematical 
coinciding luck in your life that what you pay attention to and what you give intention to through appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking will equal the coincidences in your life. Giving you an open mind, an open heart, and open hands to receive more. More doggy biscuits. It's that simple. If you want to change your life, all you need is one thing. Gratitude. The process of gratitude is appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking. Asking entails attention and intention. Five levels of it of what you do say, think, believe, and feel. Make this the practice of your life. Know what you want, who you can help, who can help you, how to get it done. Prioritize according to the trajectory of what you think you want and you will apply your why. You will live in gratitude. Everything will have light, love, and lessons. You will have everything you desire rapidly and accurately or better. So we're gonna go ahead and experience this today. We're gonna go, I have an exercise. We're gonna break up into teams. Um, we're going to show our gratitude. We are going to have uh, receiving of gratitude. Everybody grab one book at least. If you can take two, that would be even better. Here's the idea. You're going to take a book. I'm going to give everybody money. And you are going to look. Anyone you can find in the stadium, you are going to look them in the eyes. You're going to give them the book. And you are going to give them money. And you're going to tell them thank you for everything that they do. You're gonna let them know that we appreciate them, acknowledge them. But the difference of this exercise this year is you're gonna to have to ask them for something. Maybe it's, hey, can you let me in the locker room to go see the locker room? Or can you give me this? Or you know, can I take a picture with you? You're gonna to have to have an ask. Maybe it's share my content and do good deeds. Maybe it's can you give this to your mom? I, whatever you want, but I need you to experience the entire process of gratitude. To appreciate what you have, to acknowledge it by giving it away, and ask. So I just want to tell all of you thank you for experiencing the process of gratitude. Appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking. And I think it's amazing you never can predict the people that won't receive, the people who are overwhelmingly grateful. It's an amazing process, gratitude. And it's free, it takes 0.1 seconds, but yet we all forget it. We all don't say it as much as we should, including me. And so the more we practice appreciation, acknowledgement, and asking, the more we will remember, remind, and recollect what I'd like to do to finish up is I gave you each a piece of paper and as a reminder, a remembrance, and a recollection, as an exercise, I want you to write down what you're grateful for in the new understanding of gratitude. Know what you're grateful for by what you appreciate, what you add value to, what you acknowledge, maybe some things that you don't have anymore that you've given away, that have been lost, stolen, people, places, and things and then put down your new ass. The best thing about gratitude is you can be grateful for things that you don't have in your possession yet. That's true gratitude, the people that are thankful for the ability to discover what's already there. So I want you to take just a few moments, write down what you appreciate, acknowledge, and your ass. Save that as a reminder, as a reminder, a remembrance, and a recollection of the power that you have.
the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, especially you young boys. Hopefully this will at least be a seed that I planted in your life that someday you'll look back and say, oh, I get it. I don't know whether it be when you're 18, 28, 38, 48, or 58, but there will be a day that you'll say, wow, I know what Mr. Melcher was saying to me. Appreciation, try your best to appreciate, to say thank you every night and every morning. And the best way to do that is with the 14-day gratitude challenge. I'll send it to all of you, send it to all your friends. It's the easiest and fastest way to change your life. It takes 0.1 seconds and it's free. And if it's free, it's we. So email me, david at dmeltzer.com. david at dmeltzer.com. Email me for the 14-day gratitude challenge. I certainly have one thing on my list and it's all of you. So I appreciate all of you, I acknowledge all of you, and I ask all of you to remember, remind, and recollect for you and others in your life to be grateful. The most powerful thing in the world, 0.1 seconds and it's free, guaranteed to change your life. Thank you for joining me here. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving.